Have you heard about what happened to the Apostle Paul in Ephesus between him and all the silversmiths? People's lives were being changed in great ways, so much that it had an impact on the whole city and everything that was going on in the occults. Do you know how many years the Apostle Paul taught in Ephesus before leaving? Come and hear about an amazing thing that happened with Paul and the leaders of the church of Ephesus before he had to go away to Rome and to go to prison. Howdy, welcome to God's Adopted. I'm here to help encourage you to grow in faith through stories, teaching, and practical examples so you can experience more of God in and through your life. When we get born again, He adopts us. This podcast is here to encourage us all to grow in becoming the children of God He's adopted us to become. Join me and learn to do like Peter did. Let's get out of the boat and step on the water with Jesus. In this episode, I am continuing on and actually finishing up the big picture of Ephesus and the Apostle Paul in preparation for going through the book of Ephesians. To get the whole big picture, go back to episode 35 and then 37, and then this episode. This one is going to finish things up with the last part of Acts chapter 9, going through Acts chapter 20, which is really where the Apostle Paul completes his mission in Ephesus in person. But then later on, from Rome, from being in prison, he writes the letters that we call the book of Ephesians, and he writes those letters to the church at Ephesus. I love taking a picture of where Paul was at and how he interacted with the believers in Ephesus before digging into Ephesians. I think it really helps explain a lot more about why Ephesians is so impacted by the spiritual warfare that it describes, even talking about the armor of God and the fact that we are in a spiritual war, who he was talking to and how it made so much sense. But also, I'm excited about the book of Ephesians because I want to encourage us all on how we can fight the spiritual war that we currently live in, which really isn't that different than what we see even in Ephesus. The last thing we saw in episode 37, a bunch of believers had gathered up all kinds of occult things and idols and books and spells and different things that they had, and they had made a big old bonfire and burn it all up because they were turning away from trusting anything other than God. They were learning to trust more in God. And when I say that word trust, we could, we could exchange that word with the word faith. To have faith in God means to trust him. And to trust him is to do what he says in the ways that he wants us to live in everything and following the teachings of Jesus. In Acts chapter 19, going from 19 verse 21 through 34, we're introduced to someone named Demetrius. And basically, he's, he's like, the, the master craftsman here in Ephesus where he's gathered together the silversmiths and stuff, and it's like a trade, a trade union almost kind of a thing where they all make a lot of money. Their livelihood is dependent on the occult and worship of the goddess Artemis 
among other things, what we find is Demetrius starts stirring everybody up because he recognizes that, hey, their business is going down. And if people keep on listening to Paul and everything, that it actually might have an even greater impact even so far. And this is Demetrius stirring everybody up. He's like, look, if everybody keeps listening to Paul, you know, the world might start doubting that Artemis is is a goddess or anything. And what do you think that's going to do to our business? <laughs> and so he's able to stir up a whole crowd, even to the point that at one time they're shouting, great is Artemis of the Ephesians. And so all these believers, all these cult believers in the goddess Artemis really get stirred up. And at one point, they shout for two hours. <laughs> Can you imagine everybody just shouting, greatest Artemis of the Ephesians for two hours? And part of the reason that they're shouting all of this is because here, De Demetrius, he wants to get rid of Paul so that Paul stops having an effect on their businesses. I mean, Paul had been teaching for two years. That's what we saw in the last episode, in episode 37, Earlier in Acts 19, he had been teaching for two years, and it really was making an, a huge impact, not just on the people's lives, on believers, but also on the businesses and everything that were built up actually around occult practices and stuff. In verses 35 to 41, basically, we see how the town clerk basically quiets everybody down in the big crowd and warns them all that, hey, if you keep this up, then the Roman soldiers are going to come, and this is going to, we're all going to feel this in a bad way. So everybody needs to basically chill out, because he's recognizing that the real problem here is Demetrius and the craftsmen are stirring everything up to try and get everybody to do something against Paul, but not do it legally or anything. He basically is saying, look, if these guys want to file charges, they can go to they can take them to court. But otherwise, we're going to get in trouble for having a riot if we keep this up. So they back down at that point. In Acts chapter 20, verses 1 to 6, we see that Paul leaves Ephesus and he goes to Macedonia and then uh Trous and from a port town called Miletus he sends out to Ephesus and he calls the elders of the church of Ephesus. And then in chapter 20, verses 18, all the way through to 38, what we see is Paul meets with the elders of the church of Ephesus. And he explains in huge detail. I mean, I really encourage you to go read this when you have a chance. And so read what? Acts chapter 20, start with verse 17, and then go through the end to 38. And what you see is Paul basically saying, look, I was with you all, and I was with you for three years, and I didn't hold back anything that I was supposed to teach you, and I taught you about God and his ways and how the Holy Spirit has made you into overseers, shepherds of the church of God that Jesus purchased with his blood. And he also shares with the elders how 
this is the last time he's going to see them. The Holy Spirit had been telling Paul everywhere that he went through prophets and everything that he's getting ready to be bound up, basically put in chains, and that he's ultimately going to die. And Paul knows this at this point. As everything culminates, Paul really goes into detail about this is the way that I ministered when I was there. I didn't depend on anybody. Matter of fact, I used my own hands to take care of not just me, but even those who were with me, and how he didn't take anybody's stuff, not their gold or silver or clothes or anything. But he also warns the elders that there's people that are going to be coming after Paul leaves. I'll, I'll go ahead and read a few verses here, starting with verse 28. Watch out for yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know that after my departure, vicious wolves will enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Men will arise from among your own selves, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. Paul really is warning them that not only are people going to come out from the outside trying to, to be wolves, but even from among themselves, different things, different teachings and stuff are going to start stirring up that where basically someone's going to teach some stuff, but their purpose is to draw people away, draw disciples away. Whose disciples? Jesus's disciples. Away from who? Really away from God and the shepherds that God has put over them. And then at the end of this chapter 20 in the book of Acts, you really see the, the care and the love expressed for, for these leaders of the church of Ephesus and, and Paul. In verse 36, it says this, when he had spoken these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. They all wept a lot and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all because of the word which he had spoken that they should see his face no more, and they accompanied him to the ship. So they were, they were giving him a goodbye, but they knew that this was goodbye forever. And this is the end of where Paul is able to be with the church of Ephesus in person, but he had been teaching there for three years. Can you imagine the apostle Paul being your main teacher for three years? Be pretty amazing. And that's, that's what happened here. And it made huge impacts because we see that in the book of Acts, starting with chapter 18, where we see all of this happening in Ephesus. And I'm excited about the episodes to come where we'll start looking into the book of Ephesians, which comes out of this loving relationship that the Apostle Paul had with the church of Ephesus. And, and then God leads Paul, right, for all all the scripture is inspired by God. And so God inspires Paul. How? Through love and that love of one another. Like Jesus taught the disciples to love one another, that all men will know that you're my disciples. Jesus's disciples, if we have love for one another, what kind of love? The love that Jesus has for us. And we see that demonstrated here in the book of Acts chapter at the end of 20. And we're going to see a whole lot more but with a lot of practical application I'm excited about in Ephesians to come. I'm going to close in prayer. Father God, 
thank you so much for your inspired words. I pray, Lord, that you would help us each to, to grow in learning how you love us so that we can love one another with the love that you have for us. And I pray that you would encourage us to continue to grow and have a desire to, to thirst and hunger for your word and for doing your word and for growing in a relationship with you, the only true living God. Praise you and thank you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, amen. I love seeing how our real living God is working in and through our real living lives in this real world. Please subscribe to this podcast and keep listening. If you've been blessed or encouraged in some way and want to leave a review, please do that by writing your review on iTunes. If you haven't already, please drop in and say howdy in our Facebook group when you can. See you next time on The Water with Jesus.